Welcome to the Self-Publishing Queen podcast. My name is Josiane Fortin and I'm a self-published author. I'm obsessed with helping and motivating writers to publish their books and share their gift with the world. My goal with this podcast is to inspire you to take action and be the writer you want to be. Let's go! Hello, writers. I'm Josiane Fortin, and today I'm interviewing Victoria J. Heile. Victoria is the self-published author of the Hearts Drawn Wild Trilogy. Okay, that's hard for me to say. And so thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And please tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, um, I'm Victoria. Um, I've, uh, re- I've, also, I've already published a tri- the, the trilogy that you're talking about, Hearts Drawn Wild. Um, it's, I'm trying to think what else. Um, it is kind of my day job now. It didn't used to be. Um, I was, I've been a teacher. I've been an editor for, for many, many years and I've done freelance editing. Um, and right now I'm in the process of helping start a publishing company um, for which I'll be the chief editor and um, chief operating officer actually. So I'm kind of the gatekeeper for what we publish, which is kind of exciting. Um, but yeah, no, I've self-published the first three because um, I just felt they needed to be out there and in the world. And um, a little bit about the trilogy. Um, it's a romance trilogy, mostly, but it's not your typical, like, guys ripping off their shirt kind of romance. Um, I really go into the depth of the loss and tragedies and trials of this one woman, Brianna, and then in the subsequent, uh, in the third book, it takes on a new character, Elise, who you meet in, in book two. And so it's, it's their kind of love, loss. Um, a lot of people die. <laughs> but again, it's okay, so a lot of emotion in, in those books. And I'm wondering, did you study in literature? If you're like, you were a teacher, like what did you teach? And is that what you studied? Yeah, no, I, I studied um, English education at the University of Illinois in, in Champaign. And um, basically, I mean, it's English education. So I did teach for a number of years, um, but I just, I miss the kids, but I don't miss all the rest of the stuff that goes into teaching. And um, no, I studied literature a lot. I studied a little bit of writing, but not formally. I have a French minor. Um, Yeah, so I just kind of was, I was always writing my first book. I started it when I was 15 and I finally published it, I think at 31. Um, I was finally ready to to make it happen. Um, But yeah, no, I've always been, always been writing. Okay, so apart from those three books, do you have other books that you've self-published or are those the first ones that that you've written? Those are the first ones I've published. Um, I am about to publish um, a poetry anthology. It's not my poetry. Um, but a friend of mine passed from suicide about a year and a half ago, and she was a prolific poet. And so I'm about to be publishing that anthology. I've written the introduction and I organized it and kind of did a synthesis. But um, yeah, I'm about like weeks away from publishing that. And then um, I just wrote a children's book, um, and that is being illustrated currently. I have maybe 12 uh, of the 40 something pages illustrated. And so that is my next venture. And I just wrote two short stories that are being published in anthologies next year. Okay, so a lot of things going on for you. Very prolific. Yeah. And I was wondering like, what uh, inspired you to write this trilogy that you wrote? Like, 
you started when you were 15 and then like what kept you going for so long and then finally you have the final product ready to sell that's a great question and um the first book i was basically in gym class in high school and sitting before class and this guy who I had a crush on you know slides in next to me and says you should write a book about me and i'm like um give me a character <laughs> And so he gave me this like back in front notebook page of a character sketch um, of this character named Matt Brennan. And there's where my story was born. And so I started with that love interest character. And then I just kind of built the character around that. Um, and so that is the original basis for my first book in Deathly Parts. Um, and then the second book is a continuation of that story. The third book was a slight departure. Um, I waited about seven years between book two and book three. I had, personally, I had to grow up. I had to uh, get more mature in myself and my writing. And, um, but I always kind of knew it was gonna be there, but it just, it, it took me a while to get to it. And COVID actually helped with that, strangely. <laughs> so I was like, I have nothing else to do, sweet. Um, and so, but that one um, talks about a lot of, um, sexual abuse, but like in, in an adult way, I go into the sex trafficking industry um, and the horrors of that, and then how that kind of shapes lives and messes with people's lives and, um, and how it is possible to come through that. So, but it, it's all in this fictional story, but that's kind of like the backdrop. And that one is set in Paris mostly and other places in France. Um, so I just have a love for, for Paris. So all right. it's kind of fun. And I'm wondering, like, you started writing at 15, and when did you publish the first one? Like, what's the timeline between the, the books? Yeah. Um, well, I published the first one in 2011, so I think I was about 31. And then I published the second one in 2013, so it was about a year and a half between the two. Um, okay. I was just inspired, and I was in um, a bad point in my life, and I was living in Texas, and um, I just needed an outlet to be creative, and so... I, I spent my time doing that. That was really fast. Um, and this last one, um, like I said, I waited about seven years. I got married again. I had kids, you know, like crazy stuff of life. Um, so I've got five-year-old twins. They're crazy. Um, and then, um, so now, and then um, I wrote this one in about four months. Like real, real work was about four months. Wow, that's very fast. What is your um, process to write this fast? psychosis <laughs> I just I mean I'm obsessive about it um and it's just it's about organizing it I had a lot of the ideas already there and I just basically went back to the beginning read what I had written already and I had maybe 40 pages written when I really started working on it and so then I just kind of read through that and then did a basic kind of highlight um outline just kind of um, points I wanted to hit and then I just started writing and I just, I didn't give myself a schedule or a deadline. It was just, I need to write this scene. And some scenes are, are a lot harder to write than others, um, but you just, you just go through it. And I would leave a writing session and my husband would be like, what is wrong with you? Like, you look thrashed. <laughs> I'm like, cause I'm going into the emotions of my character. <laughs> yes. And yeah. I noticed that you created on Amazon a box, uh, a book set, like, how was the process and why did you decide to do that? I want to hear all about it. Well, um, I didn't even realize I had done that. <laughs> so that's interesting. 
Um, honestly, I think it's a button you click because I wasn't okay. even aware of that. It's that um, easy. But I, do, I want people to read all three. And so that's kind of why I, I, I know I clicked the button, but I wasn't sure what happened after that. Um, Amazon makes it pretty easy, but it also makes it hard to make a lot of profit. Um, and so that Amazon's kind of one of those necessary evils because you want to have your book on there for visibility and people think your book is like real and stuff. Um, but for authors, it's not always the best profit margin. Um, but yeah, no, with the box set, I really hope people would want to read all three. Um, and, but like the third book could be read on its own, but you know, there's a lot of background in the first two that make it important to sell it as a, as a, as a set. Yeah. But does it actually come in a box or is it just like the way they, they market it? I think it's just a marketing thing. Um, I know there was one little step where you could create a box, but I wasn't sure how to do that. Um, I know some of the bigger uh, books do that, like the Harry Potter and all this stuff. They, they get that really cool box. Um, but no, I think that was an extra step that I chose not to do because I'm like, I, I'm not sure how to do that. <laughs> so you weren't ready to design a box. You're like, never mind. They just come together. And <laughs> did you notice if that helped your sales? I, I'm not sure. Um, I haven't gone and looked at sales in a while. Um, I've been working on so many other projects. I just haven't even gone on. Um, but I, I know that people kind of ask me about it and they're like, well, should I just get one? Should I get all three? I'm like, well, you can just get one, but why not get all three? Um, cause when people read them, they say they read them pretty fast and they're not short books. I mean, the first one's about 560 pages and the last one is almost 700. So, um, it's not, it's, they're, they're, they're strangely quick reads. People just plow through them. And um, I got a lot of people in the third book saying they had so much anxiety, they just couldn't cut it down because of what happens to the characters. So I'm like, yay. Yeah, that's very good to get kind of that feedback. That means it was so good. They didn't want to put it down. And I'm wondering about your pricing strategy. I, I see some authors, when they have three books, they'll sell the first one cheaper so that people will get started in the trilogy and then they move to book two and book three. Do you, do you use that strategy? What do you do about your pricing? Um, I don't. Um, I kind of let um, my, my, my previous, um, I guess it's a vanity publisher, but the previous publisher um, lets just kind of set that cost. Um, but that's a good strategy and I think that would that would be good and I might have to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wondering like if I buy the the set would it be the same price as purchasing each one of them individually or do I get some kind of I think it's a little bit pricing? discounted. I think it's okay. a little bit discounted but um on on that note if people buy them directly from me and get the hard copies it is so much cheaper than what's on Amazon and then I get to make more money. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have, I have boxes and boxes of, of books here that I, I am willing to sign and sell. And my website has all that information. So. Okay, so you do sell directly, but then how do you handle postage? Because I know here in Canada, it's quite expensive. Where are you located? Um, I'm in the Chicagoland area. And um, in, the, in the United uh, US uh, Postal Service, they have what's called a media rate. And as long as you can prove that it's books or media or CDs or, or whatever it is, it's a much lower rate. Okay. It's, um, it's maybe like three to four dollars per book. Um, and if you bunch them together, like I've, I've mailed a trilogy to California and it cost me, I think, eight dollars shipping. 
Okay. Uh, which is not very much. But I also mailed a single book to Mexico and it was like $30. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's quite expensive. Yeah. I, would, I don't recommend that. It was for my uncle. Uh, so it was just, <laughs> I had to, had to send him one. So. <laughs> and what advice would you give to an aspiring author? You're going to be an editor for a publishing house. So yeah. what advice would you give to someone who's just starting out or maybe they've written like a couple of books, but they're not like half written? Like what advice would you give them? Well, I mean, if you're just starting out and just have this idea that you want to write, just start writing. That's the best advice. The more you write, the more you get to understand your voice, the more you get to understand how you want to tell a story. Um, and so just just be just be writing. Always write. I've always written. I mean, I wrote my first like mini tiny book when I was in third grade, so about nine years old. And that kept me writing. Um, so just keep writing. Read a ton. Read a lot of stuff, different kinds of books. Read some classics, read some new stuff, read some even young adult literature or children's books. Um, learning what the language does and how it looks is really important. Um, if you have a book in progress, reach out to an agent, field an agent, if you wanna go through a traditional publishing route. Um, I know that our public publication house um, is kind of unique in the sense that we will publish whatever we get as a submission. The, the stopgap is how much work does it need when it, get, when it comes to us. Because um, that's kind of my my kind of job and process is that um, I'm willing to publish anything if people want it published. However, we have in-house editors, we have in-house designers. How much work have you put into it, and then how much work do we get? And that kind of determines the prof the um, profit structure, I guess. So if if you turn it into us and it's amazing, we barely have to do anything with it, just some formatting, you're going to get so much more profit. Um, but if it comes to us and it really needs developmental editing, you haven't thought your process through, you haven't thought your ideas through, that's when we have to start cutting into the author's profit. Um, so that's kind of, um, it, it's, it's a little unique in the, in the publishing world. A lot of publishing houses will just kind of say, nope, not ready for it, don't want that, whatever. Um, but this is a new philosophy. Our CEO is, um, that's his thing. He wants to just help people get their voices out. But we also want to have quality things that we're putting out there. Um, yeah, so that's an that's, interesting business model. The yeah. first time I hear about that. Yeah. So, and it, the, the house is called Almost Anything Publications. Um, so that's kind of what it is. It's, we'll, we'll publish almost anything. There's a few, few topical things that we're kind of not into, but it's very few. And, um, but no, and like, and because I'm an editor and I've been doing it for 20 years, um, I know what I'm talking about. And, um, but, but we're here to coach you. If you want, if you want, have something to publish and want to get it published, we will work with you to make it to the, to the point where it can be published. It's just going to cost in some royalties, which is, right. you know, I think reasonable. So. What do you feel was the hardest thing about becoming a self-published author? The hardest thing is marketing. It's, it's just hands down marketing. Um, it is a weird market. Um, I hate selling things. <laughs> this is why I'm a writer and not a salesperson. Um, I have a trouble. I have trouble selling my own stuff um, and knowing what is going to get you the most, um, guys, the biggest bang for your buck. What is going to get you the most visibility without breaking your bank? Because you've already spent time and 
money on creating it. But then the people, most people who are the creators cannot sell. It's a different skill set completely. It's two different towers. And, and I find that completely true. I could not sell ice to someone who's on fire. I just couldn't. It's not, <laughs> it's not my skill. And, um, but my husband, he's, he's Mr. Sales. So he's, he gives me little ideas every once in a while. Um, but it's really finding some really great websites that will let you have a platform to sell from. Um, a new one that's out there is All Author. That one's really great. Um, Bookbub is another good one. Um, Book Drone also. So there's a lot of um, ones that you can kind of go into and it's minimal cost on your end, but they give you lots of opportunities to be in front of readers. And these are sites that readers go to to find out new authors and new publications. So. Yeah, so what do you do on those platforms to get noticed? You mean the, the basic stuff, you put your books on there and you have an author profile and usually that's free or very minimal cost. Um, but then there, there's, um, of course, graduated steps, like a membership on, say, all author allows you to build your own ads. So it, it, it takes your book covers and puts it in really pretty backgrounds. And, and you can do any kind of combination with that. Um, there's also cover contests and interviews. And, it, you know, it just, just being present on there and using the features of the site, they come to you, which has been my experience. Do you have any other ways you promote your books on social media or through podcasts like this one? I love this. This is fun. Um, and I've done a few. I've done a radio interview, um, and that one's coming out in November. Um, I have an, I'm doing an interview for the All Author site, and I think I have another interview coming up at some point soon. I can't remember. Um, How did you get to be on the radio? What did you do to get there? I don't know. I just, I answered a Facebook, there was a call out on one of the reader sites and it said, hey, any authors um, interested in getting interviewed? And I'm like, sure. And I did an initial interview with her, just a phone call. And she's like, this is so interesting. Would you be interested in, in this, this other, you know, thing that we do? So I have like a 30 second um, promo thing that they're doing. And then the week after that, it's an eight minute interview, which I did kind of, kind of like this on Zoom. And so they have like a 500,000 um, listenership. So it's really staying present on Facebook, Facebook particularly, getting into some reader groups, getting into some writer groups um, and, and watching for those kinds of posts. Because a lot of places like this radio station um, was looking just to fill up content. And yeah. then, and they were doing those 30 second slots for just whoever emailed. And then from there they were, you know, going and doing more extended interviews so it's really following facebook is good for that kind of thing twitter eh, i i'm not a huge twitter fan um i just i forget it's there <laughs> i do a few things on there but mostly not um but instagram is very cool instagram i've done a lot of fun photos um you can take your pictures of your books in different settings and just kind of put them on there and drive people to your website um i also have an author newsletter which um, I started in August, I want to say. Um, and that has been really fun because it kind of lets readers get into your personal life a little bit and see what's coming up. And you can um, sell through your, through your newsletter too. So that's kind of the stuff that I've been doing. It's a lot of legwork. <laughs> <laughs> your newsletter, is it every week that you publish something? Yeah, it's every month. It's, it, I do uh, once a month, yeah. Okay. 
And um, one of the questions that I had is what writing project are you currently working on? So we talked about a children's book and a poetry book. Do you have other things after that that yeah, you're working on? I do, I do actually. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm also working on a new romance trilogy, so kind of back to my roots. Um, this one is going to be set in Mexico. And because I studied abroad in, in Mexico, and it's kind of based on some of those experiences. But it's also based on a, a, a juncture that I had in my life at one point. And then it would, it's kind of the, what if I had taken this path? Um, so it's kind of um, starting definitely that one of the characters is 100% me. Um, but then once she kind of gets into the story, then it's, it's fictionalized. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm maybe in 60, 70 pages in. Um, and that's kind of my, my heart. But it, it will be another trilogy. And this one will kind of follow this group of women from multi-generations, they're not all related, but they all kind of um, converge at this one place that's in Mexico. It's a, it's a hotel that um, the two main characters are renovating. It's kind of a, a dream, a, a leap of faith for these two American women to go do this. They studied abroad in this town and loved it so much and kept walking past this hotel every day on their way to class. And they're like, we should totally do this. And this is the, what if we had done that? So, and then of course there's love and romance and all kinds of drama and all that stuff. And um, I go to sleep thinking about it. I wake up thinking about it. <laughs> and then life gets in the way a little. But, um, so that's kind of my long-term project. And I'm really excited to explore that world. It sounds really interesting. Thank you so much for being on the show. If people want to know more, where can they connect with you? All right, well, my website is probably the first place. It's um, www.victoriajhila.com. Um, and all of my different social medias are kind of listed on that site. Um, I'm also on Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I do have a YouTube channel. Um, it only has two things on it, but um, it's called Trailers Unlimited. And I made book trailers for my first two books and I put them up there. I was hoping to, um, and I really still hope to get submissions from other authors to promote other book trailers. Um, haven't had any uh, success with that yet. Again, marketing issue. Um, but yeah, no, my website and Facebook are probably the, the two main ones. Yeah. So awesome. I'll make sure to share those links in the show notes. So if listeners, you are interested to look it up, then look in the show notes. Thank you so much, Victoria. It was so much fun. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you're ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing!